it's time for an update another update already it's been that long <laughs> what's up guys it's norwegian just want to shoot another quick video and explain to you guys why cryptocurrency is important and why it's here to stay so to start things off today is august the 9th and cryptocurrencies are somewhat dropping which is not bad it's a good time to invest for the long term so one of the best strategies i do to get involved is dollar cost averaging so dollar cost averaging means is an investment strategy with the goal of reducing the impact of volatility of, on large purchases. So <clears throat> if I'm looking to invest into Bitcoin or any type of cryptocurrency, and right now Bitcoin is about 11700 American and I don't have that much money, what I would do is buy slowly. So if I have a, a budget of $50, $100 that I want to invest weekly or monthly, I would use that investment to buy certain type of coins or just buy a specific coin so by doing that now the capital you're putting into the market or investment is a small portion because you know you're using less risk now because your first investment is already generating you some money or if the coin is going down now when you're investing the next week you're buying more portions of the coin that is less valuable so you are initially getting more coins so when it goes up you have more money now so it's one of the best ways of dollar cost averaging if the price is falling you're getting more shares price is going up you're getting less shares so that is a really good way to get started guys you don't have to have like ten thousand dollars or hundred thousand dollars to get started you can start off with fifty dollars hundred dollars and just keep investing because guys this is long-term investment and <clears throat> so with that out of the way investing why is crypto here to stay and what is it so let's talk about Bitcoin first. Bitcoin is a digital currency that is not backed by any country's central bank or government. Bitcoin to Bitcoin transactions are made in digital exchanges anonymously, heavily encrypted hash codes across the peer-to-peer -peer network. So what does this mean? So for us to use Bitcoin, each one of us has this little node or this little app we would have to set up to use. And we could receive bitcoins and we can send out bitcoins and what is the point of this so right now to for us to send out money or send out files or any type of information we would have to go through a third-party app that was centralized that owns your data and that could use it against you in marketing purposes or in court cases and other stuff so with that you have an issue of sharing your files now the thing about money is if you're trying to send money out to any parts of the world that the First Nation does not like. So if you're in Canada and you're trying to send money to like the Philippines or like, you know, a third world country that's like they don't really like, then it's going to be an issue and they're going to take a long time to send your money. <clears throat> also that, the fees. So if you're sending anywhere from 100 to $1,000, they might charge you 20 bucks, 30 bucks for fees, you know, which is not bad. But then you're waiting like a week or two. Sometimes they say you can get it within the same day, same week, but you're going to have to pay a lot more fees. And what is the point of that? You know, which is kind of good because you're helping someone. But like, why would you have to wait that much time, that much time, 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 money and fees, you know? And if you're going to pay that much money, it better be instant. And that is one of the reasons why this algorithm, this cryptocurrency was created. Because Bitcoin was one of the first blockchains to be able to send you know, money, data, files to another person without it being hacked or without a third party finding out what it was. And now there's ways to use Bitcoin publicly where some people can see what you're doing. And there's way to, ways to use it anonymously where you're just a bunch of code and digits. 
so people don't know who you are. And this is very cool because now we can use this on a peer-to-peer -peer transaction network, meaning we can just sell our cryptos and, or send our files to other people that we want to share it to without anyone accessing it or hacking it and encrypted. So even if the hacker does find it, it's going to be a little harder for him to retrieve it. There's going to be encrypted passwords that he would have to go through. So this is one of the reasons why blockchain is really cool. And so when you think about it like that from just your social media experience of your pictures, you know, your videos you share, your opinions, all this stuff is literally owned by central companies until you become verified and it becomes your own property. Till then, it's still theirs. But even when you come verified, anything you upload on the platform is still theirs. So do you really have ownership of anything you post? Not really. You know, that company has ownership. So with these blockchain companies that are coming out, when you share your photos or files, you have the first copy, you created the first legitimate transaction on the blockchain file sharing system of that image. So you own 100% ownership of it. And if you can match it to yourself, that you are the one that first started this kind of thing, it's yours and you get paid royalties. So if it's if it's something like a music stream and you, know, you, you just dropped a latest music video and you want to encrypt it and put it online so people in the world can see it without any third party stopping it or blocking it, you can do that and you can have licenses where people can stream it, they can download it, they would have to pay a certain fee or they would have to do a task, whatever it could be. And this is very safe, very encrypted over what we have today, a central party, which is, can be hacked at any given time. And every day we're seeing bank accounts getting hacked, we're seeing you know, Ecofax getting hacked, we're seeing all these companies getting hacked that they don't want to talk about. And what do they do? Oh, they just try upgrading their system. They apologize and nothing really happens. No one goes to jail. And, you know, this is the world we're living in, which is pretty all right, I guess, you know, until Bitcoin takes over and you understand what it's about. So with that out of the way, why why do you want to invest? Well, it really depends on what you want to do. So if you want to make some money and, you know, try to get your financial freedom, sure, Bitcoin's a good place to start. But if you were thinking about the bigger picture of, you know, not being held down by no government or any politician or third party, then this is the best picture for you. Because right now we're going through all these banking fees, all these banking times, these delays, these questions, these scenarios that we don't have to go through. That, you know, the banking system has been around for over 100 years. And, you know, to get a loan, we would have to sign a bunch of paperwork and we have to bring a bunch of shit. And we're in 2019. Like, there should be easier ways to get loans and get approved and not have to do that much paperwork. But you still do, and there's still so much processing fees, and everyone along the way is getting paid and getting a percentage, which is a huge percentage, not a small one. So when you think about a regular loan in this physical world that we're living in today, when you're getting a loan, they're taking a huge chunk from the guy that's approving your loan to the person you're going to give the loan out to. And that will take a lot of your fees and time. And plus, now every time you're trying to do that, you would need a way for them to trust you and have a trusted network so that is why some people use like agreements contracts and stuff like that <clears throat> and that is when smart contract comes into play so with a smart contract you can set up agreements and stuff like that with other parties like bankers clients you know builders and whatever the agreement is that payout on that day that time it's literally just like a regular contract that we're signing today and you know there would be penalties that you can include in there and random stuff that you can include so this is very cool because now you can't really corrupt this agreement and break it unless you follow the guidelines of how to break it or, you know, 
get rid of the contract. So now one person cannot manipulate, change, or alter the contract when the other party agreed to it. Which is really cool because nowadays we're seeing a lot of, you know, weird stuff going around with contracts. And some of the contracts, like, people don't have time to read because they make it long on purpose and hide it in certain, you know, certain spots of the pages that you won't look at. So this is just, you know, filled up with random shit and you're just trying to find out what the real contract is. And, you know, a smart contract is, you know, very simple, very easy to read. It's just like getting a car and it tells you your payment rate and, you know, your time rate. And yeah, so very simple and anyone can do this. You don't need ID. You do not need to own a house. You do not need anything. All you need is some knowledge and a few blockchains that you can build on. So this is really cool to do. And another thing on the loan part is, so when we're setting up a loan, you know, we're losing about whatever, say 10% of the loan because of processing fees, you know, this fees, that fees, lawyer fees, whatever it could be, okay? Now, which is okay because, you know, they're helping you get a loan. Not bad, you know, but when you're involving with bigger money, that is a lot. And, you know, the time they're taking to give you the money plus the hassle that you have to tell them with the paperwork, it's like, uh, I think you should take a less percentage because, you know, I'm fucking doing all this shit. I'm waiting for, like, three weeks for a loan or a month or whatever you could get denied whatever it could be okay now on this blockchain version everyone is you know anonymous so literally we don't have a credit score we don't go off like where your parents are from there is no like discrimination there's no racism there's there's no ageism there's none of this shit you know anyone can go use a smart contract application and get a loan so when you use your crypto you can get a crypto asset loan now, if you have $200 worth of crypto, you can put it into the loan and they'll give you, you know, your loan money. So whatever you need. So if you are using a crypto asset loan, they can give you up to 50% of your money unless you want to do leverage and you can get a lot more. But note that if the economy or the coin pricing is going down, you might get liquidated. So, you know, it's very scary. But again, you know, it's up to you if you want a loan or not, because just like the real world, you need to know if you could pay off the loan and, you know, hopefully you wish for the best. So for these loans, you're literally paying anywhere from 1% to 3% on the network. And, you know, that literally gets broken up to pay for the network, the, the workers, and all this stuff. There's no more fees after that, which is really cool. So now everyone is on the same rate as, you know, interest rate. Everyone has the same 3%, 5%, or whatever the rate is. And just because you're like a politician or a CEO doesn't mean you get a better rate. Doesn't mean you can crack the system. Doesn't mean you can go interest-free. None of that. We're all considered the same. And that's really cool. So now if you have like a million dollars, you can get half of it back on a 3% loan, which is not bad for the whole year. And, you know, 3% for the year is pretty great on crypto too because now when your crypto grows, your asset is growing meaning you can pull out more money, just like your house investment. You know, when you get a mortgage on your house and your house price is going up, you can get a, another remortgage or whatever you want because your pricing in the property is going up, right? Your stake is higher. So that is a lot of cool stuff, right? And why is this very important? Because you can see nowadays it's hard for people to get credit cards. It's hard for people to get approved by some of these bankers. The amount of information you have to give is insane and the amount of banks you have to go and get denied is unbelievable and this is so much harder so imagine when people have families and their their bank account gets they shitted on you know their credit score is nasty 
Now they can't get approved for shit. You know, even though they're not great people, whatever it could be, but their credit is bad. Guess what? Now they have to suffer. Their family has to suffer. For what? For, you know, just because of a fucking credit score? Guys, you know, don't let this stop you. Don't let these bankers, fraudsters, you know, these politicians, these media guys tell you what life is about when they're fucking scratching their ass and, like, doing some random shit. So why am I making this video today? Recently, I seen a video. If you guys watch Shark Tank, Kevin O'Reilly, the bald person, this guy talks about cryptocurrency on news a lot. He's a good investor. You know, I like him. He's pretty great. There's a video that came out in a couple of months ago where he acted like he didn't know what crypto was. You know, he was like playing stupid, I guess. You know, good cop, bad cop, just like every news channel should have. But then sometimes he, you know, pushes, I feel like he pushes an agenda of telling people not to buy crypto and believe in US dollars. So, which is pretty weird. Because the crash is coming right now, and these guys own a lot of stake in the banking system, and they don't want this to happen. So, why am I bringing this up? In 2013, Kevin O'Reilly came on CBC Canadian Channel News, and he talked about Bitcoin. So, if a person two months ago didn't know what the fuck Bitcoin was, and didn't know how it worked, how did he come on in 2013 and talk about it? How did he explain the different type of currencies? How, how would he even know? Why, why did he even research it in 2013, and he doesn't believe it now? It could be he lost a lot of money. It could be he made so much money he doesn't want people to know how much money's in here. It could be a various various factors. Maybe he tried to build something and it didn't turn out right. Maybe he tried to take over the Bitcoin market. I don't know. Could be anything. But someone in 2013 talked about this literally six years ago. And today he doesn't want to talk about it. He said in 2013 he's looking to invest 2 to 3% of his capital into cryptocurrency which is huge because he's a multi-millionaire becoming a billionaire he has a lot of assets and a lot of companies he owns stakes in so this is a game changer and if they start taking crypto payments and all these different stuff guys it's wild so enough about this crypto and what it's about right how do you want to how, how do you own this how do you get some right so there's a few ways to get some if you don't want to get verified, go through the banking system and you know sign up to these websites where you have to show your ID and they would have to verify you. Then you can go to a Bitcoin ATM. Bitcoin ATMs are located in various spots, in convenience stores, gas stations, and stuff like that. They look like a regular ATM, but it's just a Bitcoin on it. You put it in cash and you get Bitcoin. Some of them have a debit machine, but some of them don't. So guys, you would have to know. And they have their own rate for transaction fees and all this stuff. So. That is one great way to buy if you don't want to use ID. So that's way number two. And there is way number three that's coming out soon. It's called Next Nash Exchange. So what these guys are doing is letting you buy cryptocurrency and other type of currency. That's right, guys. Currency. Not other type of cryptos. That too. But you're going to be allowed to exchange to other types of currency. Meaning... You can take UK pounds after it. You can take euros. You can take US dollar. You can take Canadian dollar. You can take Australian dollar and a few other types of currencies. This is going to be really cool. So now you have a gateway where you can sell all your crypto into real currencies. If they're still around and if you like real currency, you can switch to real currency and go to these countries and spend it wisely, which is really great. So now you don't have to sell your Bitcoins at an ATM. Take whatever money that you're getting, go to a new country, a new bank, change it to that currency and pay a lot of fees. Yeah, guys, that hassle and that business is going to get wiped from this 
centralized decentralized system. So what is this going to do? Again, you would have to show your ID and apply because guys, they don't want money laundering and terrorism and blah, blah, blah. You guys know the drill. So that is why that part is centralized when you're uploading cash and when you're taking out cash. But guys, when you're trading crypto, it is a decentralized system that they will not give your information on what coins you are trading. They don't care about that. All they want is to grow long term and they're making sure the money that comes in and goes out is not being black money or laundried or by like a group of, you know, crazy people, right? So that is another new way that's coming out. So when that comes out, that is going to have something called a staking wallet where you could stake your money and grow it like dividends, annual income, you know, payouts, which is really cool. They're offering like 8%, 12%, depending how long you want to lock it. So if you lock your money for one year, you're getting like 20%, 12%. And guys, for one whole year, you cannot touch your investment. But every month, you're getting your dividend payout, which you could sell or put back into the system and get more money. And, you know, this is really great for you to invest and make money on top of your money. So which becomes an asset. And now your asset is generating you dividends and income, which is really great. And that is why a lot of investors, they don't want to get involved before because it doesn't have this type of system. And now since it does, it pretty much takes a lot, a lot out of the stock market dividend system because now you're getting a higher return in some of these because guys, they're not a scam. The reason why some of these cryptos are giving you a high payout is because their network is going to be massive and they need a lot of people to join. And that is why they're offering you stuff like this in the early stages so you can lock your funds. And, you know, if you like it, keep doing it. If you don't, break the contract, do whatever you want. And now the last way to load up, guys, is something called a Pundi X, which is a POS machine. It's just like your Android phone and it's just a machine where you can go and pay so just like any other store would have a machine where you can tap your debit card or your credit cards and you can pay for your purchasing items so this machine is just like the same but the bonus thing is with this you can use other currencies to pay for your items so now say if you're at starbucks and they have this pundi x pos machine and you know you want to say hey i have some bitcoin i want to pay for my coffee you know, $3, $5 of coffee, they put it into the system, they select Bitcoin, they put their payment of $3.50 because the coffee is $3.50, the transaction fee gets added and everything, they show you it to you, you tap your card, boom, payment is sent out, you get your coffee paid for on Bitcoin. And now, the other currencies I'll talk about is now you can pay with Ethereum and a few other coins, which is really great. And the best part is they're having stable coins, so which is these crypto dollar types which they don't fluctuate too much in pricing. Those, they stay pegged to $1-ish. So they're literally like the $1 token version. And now when these Pundi X project gets partnered up with these governments and stuff like that, they can literally hold real dollars into the machine too. So now you can exchange for real dollars. And with Nexus system, all it needs is a few people to partner up and now all these coins could have real world currency dollars onto their system as well. So why, why did I tell you about PundiX, about the service system? So right now you can sell it, sell your items to people and receive crypto, right? The same machine can be used to load Bitcoin and sell Bitcoin, just like any ATM. So guys, people will come to your store to load up Bitcoin or to buy purchasing. And you can make money off this because now when the crypto is going up, 
you know, you just generated more money or you can make money off transaction fees and various other ways. This is a game changer, guys. As we're heading towards 2020, there is a lot of new stuff that is coming out. And today marks a new day in the crypto space. Because after this year, after this summer, it's never going to be the same, guys. The price is going to fly so high. The project are going to boom. The space is going to get massive. The amount of investors that will join and the stuff you will see on TV is going to get really crazy in 2020, guys. As 5G approaches, this crypto space is going to get bigger. All this infrastructure is going to get faster and greater. So, guys, this is Nurujan. I'm signing out. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and why it's here to stay. And I hope you guys do somewhat look into it. You know, if you guys have any questions, you guys can always hit me up. And there's way more projects, guys, that are so much cooler that's coming out every given fucking day in this crypto space so guys it's a blessing to be a part of this revolution and i'm signing out cheers